Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers, covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy, happy Thursday. I hope everyone is having an amazing, 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 amazing uh, Thursday. Today is November 3rd, and we are all here on Ladder Talk Live. I'm your host, I'm Coach Lena. And this week, we are talking about a fun topic, um, which is uh, Real Estate Wealth Week. And today, specifically, we're going to be talking about uh, how to buy property as a first-time buyer or investor. So if you're new to the world of real estate, it can seem like an overwhelming task, but not to worry, we've got you covered. In this episode, we'll talk about what considerations you should make when buying your first home or investment property. We'll also cover some common mistakes made by people new to the real estate investing thing and how you can um, avoid them. So if you've ever wondered whether now is a good time to buy real estate or if you have any other questions about buying property as a first-time buyer or investor, today is the episode for you. I'd like to recap yesterday. Yesterday, we had an amazing guest um, join us. He was able to really dive deep. John Papaloni uh, was able to share with us his strategies for real estate investing. We talked about the current market, the trends. He is a veteran in the game and really gave us a lot of gems um, as it pertains to real estate. So we're going to continue that conversation. But if you missed yesterday's episode, be sure to catch the replay. You can watch it exclusively on YouTube or wherever you watch your podcast. So be sure to tune into those episodes so that you're in the know of what's going on in this real estate market from a real estate professional. Okay. Um, today we are talking about what it means to be a first-time home buyer. Um, so specifically, an individual who has not held ownership in principal in a principal residence during the three-year period ending um, on the date of purchase. For couples, if one spouse is a home buyer but the other one has owned a home, both spouses are considered first-time home buyers. So something to consider with that, according to Enterprise Banking. Now, I'm curious. Those who are listening live, how many of you are first-time home buyers or looking to purchase a property um, in 2022 or even 2023? Uh, love your input as to what are some questions that you have about the real estate investing space, about the you know things that you're, you're experiencing. What are the things that you're looking for? Um, that that's something I'd love to, to chat with you about. So I want to go over. According to Investopedia, I want to talk about some of the things to look at when it comes to um, things that you should consider. So six questions to consider before you buy. Now, you're going to be able to utilize these same questions as an investor as well. So whether this is your personal property or your investment property, these are questions you need to be asking yourself. So number one, how's your financial health? Look at your savings. Don't even consider buying a home before you have an emergency savings account with at least three to six months of living expenses. When you buy a home, there's considerable upfront costs, including the down payment, the closing costs. You need to put away not only for the cost for that, but also for emergency funds. Lenders will require it. They don't want you to be cash poor when you are buying a property because if you're laid off, for example, how are you gonna pay that back? That's the most important thing um, for them to see. Review your spending. 
They need to know exactly how much you're spending every month and where it's going. This calculation will tell you how much you can allocate to a mortgage payment. Make sure your account, um, or excuse me, make sure you account for everything such as utilities, food, car maintenance, car payments, student debt, clothing, kids' activities, entertainment, retirement savings, regular savings, any miscellaneous items, benefits, car, you know, all the car insurance, all of those things. You want to make sure you're allocating to the penny where everything is going so you really know what you qualify for or, and what you have access to. Check your credit. Generally, to qualify for a loan, you need good credit, a history of paying your bills on time, and a maximum debt-to-income ratio of 43%. So lenders these days generally prefer to limit housing expenses, which is principal, interest, taxes, and homeowner's insurance, to about 30% of the borrower's monthly gross income. And then through this, this figure can vary widely depending on the local real estate market. So, But keep those numbers in mind and, and your own... In, um, uh, investing health, as we'll call it. Number two, which type of home will best suit your needs? Now, yesterday, John talked about do not buy single family homes. If you're looking to invest, he suggested multifamily residences to stretch the dollar. That was his advice. Now, granted, you have to make your own decision based on what fits your needs, based on what where you are in the market, you may not be looking to invest, and that may not be the best um, situation for you. So you get to decide, but those are the things you want to look at. You have a number of options when purchasing a residential property. So you've got your traditional single family home, you've got a duplex, a townhouse, condo, co-op, multifamily building with two or four, um, two or four, four units, apartment complex. So many options that you get to choose from when it comes to um, purchase power. You also, number three, what specific home features do you want? Well, it is good to retain some flexibility. Um, making you're, you're making perhaps the biggest purchase of your life and you deserve to have that purchase fit both your needs and what is, and your wants as closely as possible. So you should list, uh, in, your list should include like what size, what neighborhood, all the way down to the small details like what does the bathroom layout look like? The kitchen, the durable appliances, scanning the real estate websites will help you identify what prices you get for what you actually want based on what's more, most important to you. I always encourage my clients on all facets as a life coach to look at what are your non-negotiables for everything that you do. So when you're purchasing these properties, what is your non-negotiable? I will not purchase a property that does not have an updated such and such. Or will not purchase a property in this type of neighborhood if the school district is not graded this. These are all things you want to consider when purchasing your next property. Number four, very important. How much mortgage do you qualify for? You may think you can afford a $300,000 home, but lenders may think you're only good for $200,000 based on factors like how much other debt you have, your only income, and how long you've been at your current job. So factor those things in. Now, that is open to negotiation. There are times I've experienced this myself where the, the lender said I only qualified for a certain amount. The property I wanted costed more. I talked with them. This is what I wanted. This, these are my numbers. And they accepted that. Right. So everything is a negotiation as well, as I continue to tell you all. 
Um, so make sure to lean in on those skills as well because you can squeeze a little bit more. They are being modest when they offer uh, lending options from a, a dollar amount, but you still are the person purchasing it. And if you have the income to support that, then they, they will be willing to budge, okay? Make sure you get pre-approved to understand what, what you want. Typically, people pay 20% down payment. So let's say you're looking to buy a property that's 500000 right? If you're looking for a $500,000 property, that means your um, down payment is 100000 right? Make sure if, if, if those are not the factors that you want to have, then you need to see, seek other opportunities. Now, there are grants and government support systems in place where that you can seek um, uh, down payment assistance. So be sure to check with your local area for what you qualify for and where you can seek uh, support in that. Now, again, you do not always have to pay, put a deposit or a down payment. Keep that in mind. Now, I'm not saying that's for everyone. It's based on your own variables that make sense to you. But be aware of what your options are and make sure you uh, factor all of those things in because there are certain situations where it's cheaper to keep your money, your cash money, than, than to give it because it's not making a huge difference in your, um, it's not making a huge difference in your day-to-day, -day, uh, your monthly payment, for example, okay? So number five, how much home can you actually afford now, just because the bank says they'll lend you $300,000 does not mean that you should actually borrow that much. Many first-time homebuyers make this mistake and end up house poor with little left after they make their monthly pay mortgage payments to cover other costs such as clothing, utilities, vacations, entertainment, or even food. So make sure you are doing your numbers. Now, we're in a position now, depending on where you live, what part of town, you know, the, the style of, of property that you're investing in now, um, where apartments cost more than mortgages. So you can certainly afford to, to splurge a tad bit, but just be aware of what it is that you are experiencing, what you're spending on, and do you live a comfortable lifestyle? Now, for me, you want to live above comfort, right? Nobody, I, I'm not signing up for average, but you do want to make sure you're putting yourself in a, into a position that you can sustain, that you can stay relevant in your own life um, for what you have going on, the responsibilities that you have. And remember, if there is an emergency that happens and let's say you are laid off, which a lot of this is a lot of people's stories, unfortunately, right now in, the, in today's economy. This is why I keep talking to you all about recession proofing your career and, and you know, working with me as your career coach to help kind of facilitate those issues. But if that does happen to you, do you have enough built up savings to support your lifestyle in the event that that happens to you? So that is also important to what homes you select and the properties that you're buying it from a monthly cost perspective. Okay. Number six, who will guide you through the home buying process? If you are not a real estate agent yourself, or you're not familiar with the real estate market, it is in your best interest to find a professional, but please don't just take their word for it. Do the research. You want someone that can truly help you through the buying process, finding a home, 
considering your financing options, securing financing, understanding your IRA, your, your state programs, what options you have, maybe a HUD's resource list, all of the things that you, your lender, or excuse me, your realtor should be able to help you with. Um, be sure to, to understand that. You want to also look at pre-approvals and choosing your lenders. Remember, you can shop around your um, you can shop around your rates, right? If if uh, there are other lenders offering better um, financing options, you have the freedom to do that for a period of time from the beginning of your first hard pull on your credit. So be mindful of your time and choose wisely on who's going to be able to give you the best options, right, before you make an offer. Make sure, now we talked about this yesterday with John, please take the money, pay the, pay the money to have the home inspected. If the home inspection reveals serious defects the seller did not disclose, and you'll generally be able to rescind your offer and get your deposit back. You can also negotiate seller repairs and discount on the selling price and things of that nature. But if you never... Um, if you never actually look to get the home inspected, you are intentionally signing up for something that may be more than you can chew. Okay. Um, before I continue, good morning, good afternoon, hello to Matthew, Tayana, Donald, Ashley, Juan, and everyone watching on LinkedIn, Facebook, um, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live, and those who are also watching live on Entra. Now, again, um, after you have closed on the property, now you get to make it your own, you're a new homeowner. Now what? How many of you are like, okay, yeah, I got the white picket fence, I got the thing, doing the thing, but now what? Number one, keep saving. Keep saving. Be sure to still have that rainy day fund to ensure that you're prepared for whatever life may throw your way. Now, I'm not saying it's not important to have investments and things of that of that nature. You should still be allocated to investment opportunities, but you do still need to save. You do still need to save for that that if something happens, right? Perform regular maintenance. You're you're no longer a renter. Make sure that you are keeping up your own property. Hire the people that can help maintain. It always is cheaper to maintain than it is to fix something that should have been maintained. Okay. Ignore the housing market. Now, there may be a slip. You may purchase your property and tomorrow the cost of it, the value may have de declined. But what we learned yesterday with our conversation with John was that it's a 10-year game. Look at it from a 10-year stint. Typically, it's always grown within that 10-year uh, market. So hold on tight. Don't be afraid. Movement will increase. What goes down must come up. Right. So make sure you are aware of that and, and don't be scared. Uh, still enjoy the place that you're in at that time. And uh, identifying now what's your financial health. Right. What is your financial health after all of this? It will take a hit. It will take a hit. And that's OK. That's normal. Um, but it will recover after you have made some on time payments over the next couple of months. You will notice your pay, your your credit will begin to climb back up to the top and surpass your previous um, credit. So make sure you are still paying on time. Make sure you're focusing on what's important um, and it will recover. Now, next question um, I have uh, from people, how long does it take to buy a house? Buying a house can take as little as a few days if you're buying in cash, or it can take years if you're counting the amount of 
amount of time it takes you to save the money for a down payment or to decide where you're, li where you're living. In today's hot real estate market, you can expect to put in multiple offers on homes before one is accepted in most areas. But if you already have your money saved, I would say it's a good idea um, to identify the type of house you want. The process will take anywhere from two to six months. If you've got a good realtor, it could take, you could close in 30 days, right? If you've got all your ducks in a row and you're, you're following quick protocol, you could close in 30 to 45 days. I've seen it personally with closing on properties myself. So make sure you're aware of that. Make sure you are educating yourself. Now, we are going to forever be aware and seeing mortgage. Mortgages are going to remain forever, whether you have one or not. So I do encourage you all to continue to educate yourself on this real estate market, on what is happening, what's going on, um, and kind of go from there. Because you want to be aware of what's happening in the market. Well, the mortgage rate, interest rates, and things like that affect the economy in different ways. That's a testament or a telltale sign to where the economy is also going. So keep that in mind um, to, to focus on that. Okay. Um, some people have asked how much um, mortgage should go to, how much should go towards your mortgage payment so that when it comes time to sell your home, it will be worth more than you pay for it. So that's going to be a principal question. Now, I absolutely, now again, I'm, I am not a real estate, I mean, I'm a real estate investor, but I am not um, an expert by any means. All right, so take this with a grain of salt and do your own research as well. But I do encourage people to pay towards their principal balance. If you pay towards your principal balance, if you look at your pricing sheet for your 30-day mortgage, you're cutting, if you can pay, if you can commit to paying the, the double, paying the principal balance, the same mortgage, uh, your payment. So let's say your mortgage is 2,500 a month. You pay your normal payment, but if you can pay 2,500 per year towards the principal balance, that's taking years off of the back end of your loan. Meaning that would be a way to now get more money towards the um, sell of the property if you choose to do that, right? The objective, of course, is to pay the property off if, that's your, if that is your choice. So that is another strategy to do that. If you can afford, you know, when your, your income taxes or whatever the case is comes, you get some extra money, that may be something you want to do. If you can afford to put towards principal balance a couple of payments per year, that makes a, a tremendous difference on the back end, okay? Feel free. Ask any questions as we are going through this uh, as well. Matthew says it also allows more leverage against the property should he decide to use the equity as collateral. Absolutely. There are so many things that you can do um, that you can borrow against that property um, based on equity that you now have in it that could even grow within six months. I've seen it even faster than that in some cases. So keep in mind the the um, rates around you and the property values as they increase, the value of your property will increase, which is a beautiful bonus that we love to celebrate anytime we see those things happening. 
Um, we have, let's see, I see um, Dev, first time home buyer. Congratulations, congratulations. You are in for an exciting journey into purchasing your first property. Hopefully you all have been able to really learn about the real estate game in this week's um, episodes. As you know, in Ladder Talk Live, I, I really want this to continue to be more of a lifestyle podcast that talks about all things that pertain to your life. We could talk about careers one day, we could talk about mental health the next day and real estate a whole nother day. So there's so many things that we can talk about um, as it pertains to as it pertains to life. And that is the journey that you are on with me as we um, partake in conversations Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern on Ladder Talk Live. We will continue to have new guests join us and provide their expertise every single week. So continue to join in on the conversation. There's going to be some new things coming your way. 2023, there's going to be a whole new format to the podcast. So I look forward to sharing that with you in the coming weeks as we approach the end of the year. I challenge you today to really reflect what were your goals for 2022? And this is something we are going to have a couple of episodes about this in the coming weeks. So stay tuned. But I want you to start to reflect what's left that still needs to be accomplished for 2022. Time is not up. You still have a strong two months. These are the longest two months, in my opinion, of the year, right? You got November, 31 days, December, 31 days, right? Well, is it 31 days? I don't think it's 31 days, November, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, you've got plenty of time left, okay? So make them count. What do you need to complete? And if you need support getting there, raise your hand. Don't, don't be shy. That's what I'm here for. I'm your coach here right? You tune in for the lesson of the day. Okay. So I, I am accepting a few more clients before the end of this year, because I want you to reach your goals. I want you to reach your goals. We need you to reach your goals, right? You're impacting a, a community here and we need you to make. It. So for those of you who are watching and say, you know, I do have a few things I need to accomplish before this end of this year. And I really need support doing that from a life coach, from a career coach, from a leadership coach. I'm your gal. As they say, go to coachalina.com, schedule a one-on-one -on -one free career and life clarity consultation with me. Love to chat with you and see if there's an opportunity for us to work together to make those things come true. And then also, if you're watching this and you're thinking to yourself, I love her show. I love her energy. Thank you. And you want to be a part of the show, go to laddertalklive.com, sign up to apply to be a member of the community, uh, but also to be a member of the show. Um, we learn from each other. We can't possibly know it all. So we have to lean in on our community to really learn uh, more things. So uh, stay tuned. Tomorrow we're going to have our weekly, our weekly rewind where we're going to talk about all of the things for the week. It's our Q&A time. So be prepared with some questions so that we can have some great audience participation, which you know is my favorite audience participation. So tune in at 11 a.m. Eastern. I will be on location, so be sure to tune in on where I'm going to be joining you. As you know, your girl is always on the move because we have people to impact and the people are in the community and how else will we impact the community if we don't go out there? So I will be in a whole new state tomorrow, y'all, so be sure to tune in to find out where I'll be going today um, to see you all there tomorrow. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Make it count. Go ahead and write that list down of things that you still need to accomplish before the end of this year. You have two months left and we can do it. So hope you all have an amazing rest of the day and I will see you tomorrow. Bye. 
Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.